Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 133075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, October 13th show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how it affects your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 411.50. Again, that's one 855 or online at themoneyr.com. And our lineup for today's show, Carrie Foley with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Northwest Real Estate. Top deal killers in inspections and appraisals and how to prep your home for sales success. Also in studio, Holly Fern with Linmac Commercial. I'm so excited to talk about the condo market because it's a really hot topic uh, happening right now. And our last guest in studio, first time in studio for Corey Sauve with Master Builder Association Remodeled Homes Tour. Great information and great guest in studio for today, um, or as always, just like today. For any additional information, you can please call the show at one 855 Again, that's one 855 or you can always go online at themoneyhour.com. And we'll start at the show today with a little money chat. Money. Money. And I brought in for a money chat a few weeks ago, the down payment protection program, but I wanted to bring it back in because I know some of you are popping in. You don't get to um, hear all of our shows. And I just think this is a, a really, really great thing uh, to be able to utilize for a homeowner or for a seller. So are you a seller listening to the show today and not getting the traffic that you want on your home? Or to my buyers, a shout out, if you're sitting on the fence worried about what the real estate market may do and then possibly miss out on an opportunity because you don't act? Well, I've got a solution for both of you. To my seller, uh, market your home as a down payment protected home. This will protect the buyers on the market. If it drops, their down payment is protected and insured. And for my buyers, you can have down payment protection on your loan for some reason the market drops. So you have home insurance, you have car insurance, you may even pay for cell phone insurance, just to list a few. Why not now have down payment insurance? So how the program works, it's available for single family homes and condos. It must be a primary residence. There is a maximum loan amount. So the jumbo market, we can't do a down payment protection program for jumbo. So it's for conforming limits as well as the high balance conforming limits. So in King, Pierce and Snohomish County, the high conforming, uh, the conforming high loan, loan minute limits are 667000 You want to check online to see other counties. Now, the coverage term is for seven years with a one-year claim waiting period. So you may ask, well, what if I plan on keeping my home for longer than seven years? Well, that's a really good question. But let me tell you what, if the market did drop, 
in that seven-year period. Here's what I would do if I had down payment protection and insurance that's going to pay me my down payment back. I would list my home, get that down payment, and go buy a better home for a better deal. Now you have the down payment that you need to get into that more expensive home. So when the market recovers, because it always does, now you've made out really well. So the coverage uh, lost for down for the lost down payment is twenty percent of the purchase price or two hundred thousand, whichever is less. So if you're coming in with a five percent down payment, it's going to protect your five percent down payment, but up to twenty percent or two hundred thousand uh, dollars, the lower of the two. Now, how they determine when you sell your home, if the market is dropped to pay out that policy and that claim, is through the Federal Housing Finance Agency House Price Index. So that's what's determined to be uh, to use at that time. So an example would be a purchase price, 800000 down payment, 160000 which would be 20%. Let's say that you sell your home five years down the road, and the market is 750000 for that home, which would be a $50,000 loss on that property. Now, the FHFA index lost 60000 So as the home, homeowner, you would receive your $50,000 is exactly what your property dropped and you're recovered that $50,000 in of the down payment of the 160 you came in with. So there is an investment for a policy just like any other investment, but you're paying 10 bucks a month probably for your cell phone insurance. Uh, on this program, maybe 25 to $50 a month, depending on what the interest rates are doing. This is just for example purposes of close. I need to put that disclosure out there. Or you can pay it up front. And this is what you can do if you're a seller to make your home down payment protected for a buyer that comes in. Wow, that just sounds really great in this market because your home is going to stand out like no other home on the market to have this unique thing for potential buyers coming in now that we've seen a shift in the market. So here's what it would look like for you. The low end, 30 basis points or 30% on the loan amount of whatever the buyer is borrowing. So the, the more they're borrowing, the more expensive it is. It, the higher down payment, the more expensive it is. The lower the down payment, the less expensive the insurance is. Up to a maximum of 70% of the loan amount. So the maximum would be 70%. So in a $600,000, $650,000 loan amount, that would be 4550 bucks. I mean, right now as a seller, you're probably may, maybe paying that in uh, concessions for going towards a buyer's closing cost possibly. So here's my tag on that. You're, here's my tag on the program. You are no longer limited to Markham market circumstances. So I just think it's a really great thing. And I wanted to bring it back in her because Keelan and I were a mortgage expert. So sometimes we like to bring into money chat a little mortgage stuff, right? Right. <laughs> thanks for your, thanks for your buy-in there, cents. Keelan. Yeah, right. <laughs> and coming up next on The Money are what are the top deal killers and inspections and appraisals and how to prep your home for sale success. Carrie Foley with Breckshire Hathaway Home Services Northwest Real Estate right here at 1150 AM KKNW after the short break. Do you need diversity in your investment portfolio? Real estate can be a very solid investment, and Seattle is one of the strongest real estate markets in the country. The secret to making wise decisions is having a proven real estate investment expert by your side. Holly Furin of Linmac Commercial LLC is no ordinary real estate broker. She has more than two decades of real estate experience with sales and property management. 
She can help you navigate the booming Seattle real estate market to find golden properties, houses, or condos that are best suited to lease as a yearly residence or vacation rental. Whether you want a short-term investment or one that generates income for years, Holly Fearon can help you find the best property and negotiate the purchase. Then she'll market your home to prospective renters and screen tenant applications. By standing between you and the tenant, emotion is removed from the equation. You're not looking for a new best friend. You're looking for someone who will pay rent on time, maintain the property, and be a respectful neighbor. Holly Furin's tenants' rent checks have never gone beyond 30 days past due. During your free consultation with Linmac Commercial LLC, Holly will discuss your immediate needs and long-term goals. She'll deliver a comprehensive real estate investment plan custom-tailored to work for you. This is Holly Fearon with Linmac Commercial LLC. If you're interested in investing in Seattle area property, please contact me at 206-381-1438. That's 206-381-1438. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. And co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage expert right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, October 13th show. It is a great day to talk money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to connect you with the guest or ask answer any questions that you may have. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. In studio to get, again, welcoming back Carrie Foley with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Northwest Real Estate. And we're going to talk about today top deal killers in inspection and appraisals and how to prep your home for sales success. Carrie, welcome back in studio. Hi, thank you. And a little bit about Carrie. Carrie is a Northwest native, but spent several years overseas in Southeast Asia before returning to Seattle to attend the UW. After purchasing her first home at the age of 19, she fell in love with the real estate sales process and pursued a career in real estate. 16 years in the business, she is the number one agent in her office and number seven company-wide for her annual production. Carrie tries to maintain some semblance of a work-life balance by spending time with her two kids and traveling domestic and internationally as much as possible. So, Carrie, how to prep uh, your home for sales success. And I know we've pumped the brakes a little bit. It's still a seller's market, though. And uh, I'm sure there's still somebody out there that thinks they can just put a sign in their yard and put their home up for sale. So let's talk a little bit about the importance of properly preparing your home, uh, not only with having a great agent like yourself, but just the home itself. What does that look like? Yeah, you're right. Certainly our market has experienced a little bit of a shift. But just to get to some perspective, uh, we are still in a seller's market, mm -hmm. right? Still a fantastic real estate market in the Puget Sound area. Um, but we do, we do kind of feel like maybe our peak of sales activity kind of did happen back mm -hmm. in April and May of this year. Uh, just some, some relative numbers in the entire MLS, we probably had 2.8 months of inventory back in May. Mm -hmm. We're now seeing about 3.5 months of inventory. Wow. Now, a balanced market is about four to four and a half months of inventory. So we are still below that. So still a fantastic market. 
But yes, we have all felt a little bit of a shift. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned, things aren't flying off the market as quickly as they were. Mm -hmm. Where we were experiencing multiple offer bidding wars, waived inspections, a lot of waived contingencies, we're now getting back more towards a normal balanced market where buyers are taking a little bit more time to view all the available inventory to make their decision and they're having their inspections again. So here we are with now having to prep for these mm-hmm. these home buying inspections. Um, so, so the importance in prepping then prior to listing your home is to be prepared for that upcoming inspection, knowing that a buyer is very likely now to have a structural inspection mm-hmm. and to wherever possible, you know, try and, and do some of those repairs up front to sort of mitigate any issues that may come up during a buyer's inspection. Yeah, great, yeah. Um, great advice, uh, Carrie. And what about common things that you see that sellers might overlook uh, when they're trying to get their home ready to present it and put it on the market? You know, honestly, sometimes it just comes down to basic cleaning. Uh Buyers right now are looking for clean homes in good condition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody's probably aware of the the minor repairs and stuff that need to be done. They know that, you know, the, the, uh, the dishwasher needs to be repaired or whatnot. But a lot of times what a seller overlooks is just that general cleaning, cleaning the windows, cleaning the roof and the gutters, mm-hmm. um, or even, you know, taking a look at, um, at things in the attic or crawl space, the kind of stuff that you're not looking at on a daily basis. So um, all of that kind of stuff is really first impression stuff, uh, landscape maintenance, pressure washing of the driveway and walkways, uh, exterior paint type things, things that, you know, maybe you don't really think of as, uh, as repairs off the top of your head, but it's those those little maintenance items that's really going to make your home stand out. Yeah, and I mean, we've all heard first impression is a lasting impression. Yeah, so it's agreed. no different when it comes to what your home and when somebody's coming in and having that first impression. Absolutely. Carrie, what do you think about like specific items that might cause some issues with the inspection uh, that somebody could have easily addressed beforehand? Uh, you know, the first thing that comes to mind that pops up on nearly every inspection is servicing the furnace. Oh, yeah. You know, it's recommended that you have your furnace serviced, uh, you know, every, well, some people do it every year, but yeah. at least every two years. But, it's, you know, honestly, it's one of those home maintenance items that uh, I think more often than not, homeowners kind of lack on a little bit. Yeah. But it comes up in every inspection. And the reason I say it's one of those relatively easy things to address up front is that it's relatively inexpensive, um, it, very easy to schedule, and, uh, and, And during a home inspection, your actual home inspector is not going to open up the furnace and inspect all of the components. Mm -hmm. That's why it's one of those things that always pops up on inspection reports and buyers always ask for because their structural inspection wasn't able to look at the components of the furnace. They just look at the service record. And if it hasn't been properly serviced in the last year or two, it's going to be called out almost every time by an inspector and a, a home buyer. Yeah. So that's one of those relatively easy, quick, inexpensive things that you can just check the box, get it done. A buyer's not going to then ask for it or try and negotiate something further. Um, and it's one of those things that actually creates peace of mind, overall peace of mind for a buyer. Mm-hmm. Like I said, buyers are looking for homes that are clean and well-maintained. If you have a good service record on your furnace, 
just psychologically for a buyer, they're going to go, okay, this seller is on top of it. They're doing the things they and need to do. That's why you do you detail a car before you go to sell it. Exactly. Has the same yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. A, maintenance, no, a... a maintenance record on a car, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you have a, a big file in a car, you're like, ooh, it's a, these people take yes. care of their. That's a better example. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Comparison. What I was yeah. Right. And then yeah. you're you're maybe willing to pay top dollar for that car yeah. if they can show good maintenance records. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Great analogy. So, Carrie, what about some uh, big deal killers when it comes to buyers in this market right now? Because uh, you know, before it, they just had to they had to go with the big deal killers. They right, wanted to have right, to get a house. They, they have to get. kind of figure it out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's usually related to water. We live in kind of mm-hmm. a wet climate, mm. um, and so it's usually something in the attic or the crawl space because again homeowners aren't poking their head up in the attic and the crawl space very often yes if at all and so a lot of times there could be even just a a minor roof leak or you know inadequate air circulation in the attic Uh, could be just an overflowing downspout that gives you some water in the crawl space Mm -hmm. those kinds of small things most homeowners and home sellers don't know yeah. Mm-hmm. Until that inspection comes and the inspector sticks his head up there yeah. and sees that we've got, you know, mold in the attic. Or we've got standing water in the crawl space. Well, we'll say Keelan's a better half, just like me. We wouldn't be going up there. So Keelan would go up in the attic and so would Dave. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to debate that. Yeah. So uh, so a good idea to take a look in your attic and crawl space before yeah. you go on the market so that we're avoiding any big surprises there. Yeah, water can be nasty. It's going to find a way, and there's a lot more damage than might not meet the surface if yes. you're not careful. Right. You know, something we see too, Carrie, is uh, on the appraisal end. Of course, in the mortgage business, we order appraisals, we get them back, and we see things that can really hold up a transaction. So let's say we uh, we get through the structural inspection, and then now we get an appraisal, and something comes up on that appraisal report. What do you think? I mean, often, what is that? Sure. So, and why is that? Why would an appraiser come up with something when an inspector did not? Yeah, good, right. good question. Right. Um, so you may have a buyer and seller that uh, agree after a structural inspection that there's nothing major that needs to be addressed. Maybe the buyer plans on doing a full remodel anyway, so he's not so concerned about mm-hmm. you know the the exposed wiring you know in the basement or whatnot. Um, so a buyer and seller could be satisfied with the structural inspection, but the appraiser's job is a little bit different. Uh, the appraiser is looking at mostly health and safety mm-hmm. items. So even though a buyer knows he's not going to stick his finger, you know, in the exposed electrical, an appraiser's job is to make sure those kinds of things are wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So um, my recommendation would be when you're working with an excellent real estate broker, they're already going to know those items that are most likely called out mm-hmm. by appraisers, yep. and we can take care of those items up front. Yeah. And um, so for negotiation, let's talk about for on the buyer side, when they're, when they're needing to go in and negotiate um, during the inspection contingency process, what are your tips there? Sure. I guess my recommendation to buyers would be don't go in asking for every single Mm -hmm. item on the list. You know, a good structural inspector is going to come up with everything. Yes. Even (laughs) all the little things, right? When I always say if they want to know something good about the house, don't ask the inspector, ask the listing agent. Right. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I like that. There you go. So don't go in there asking for, you know, 100 items. Mm Again, your, your real estate broker can help consult you on which items are really the most important 
uh, or the most likely to be addressed by a seller. So I think if you can just start out with a good solid list of items, uh, you're more likely to succeed in getting the seller to, to agree to those items. So, Carrie, on the flip side of that coin, um, is it a good idea to sell as is, not do anything at all? Sure. Um, short answer to that, I would say, is generally no. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'll kind of go back to this idea, this sort of uh, psychological mindset of a buyer. So they come in uh, to a home and they see a, a minor repair that in reality may only cost a couple hundred dollars to address. But in a buyer's mind, they're going to almost instantly extrapolate that to oh, thousands yes, of dollars, yeah. Yeah. The sort of the intrinsic value uh-huh. of this repair. So as a seller, if you're thinking, well, gosh, really, you know, a buyer could put a couple hundred dollars into this and it would mm-hmm. be just fine. Yeah. But that's not what a buyer's mindset is. Mm-hmm. So, so for a seller, I would say it's more valuable to go ahead and put the couple hundred dollars into this repair or that repair to you know, to, to show, you know, top value yes. to a buyer. Yeah. 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 I think in the long run it'll pay off. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because as is, when I see as is, I think there's something really, you know, uh, big that's wrong with that property as you just stated. And I'll instruct my, my buyer for the financing to make sure that it's not something that needs to be a cash or a rehab loan. So what do buyers need to expect when they see as is? Sure. Well, I would say definitely have an inspection. Right. Okay. You need to know what you're getting into. Uh, because, again, like you mentioned, you see as is, uh, you almost assume, like, what's yes. wrong? There must yeah. be something wrong. So definitely have a, a thorough structural inspection. But then I would just um, encourage buyers to do their research. You know, again, they see this minor repair that in their mind might be thousands of dollars, but really isn't. Yeah. So, you know, if the seller's not going to repair something, do your homework. Uh, you know, uh, ask around with some contractors. Again, your real estate broker probably has some excellent resources uh, for, you know, what this kind of repair might cost. So be realistic with mm-hmm. yourself in what it's actually going to cost. But then again, you'll really want to work closely with your real estate broker or lender to understand what items could cause hiccups with the appraiser. So if we already know the seller is not willing to do any repairs, we want to make sure we can see this uh, through a successful closing and, and past appraisal. So we'll want to know up front if there's going to be some red flags for the appraiser because uh, we may need to um, you know, work around those hiccups as well. Yeah, love that. Carrie, what do you think about uh, sellers doing kind of their own inspection and sharing it with buyers in this market? Has it changed at all, or what are your thoughts on that? Sure. We we don't see that as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, pros and cons to that, uh, certainly in a, in a very fast-paced market where you're expecting multiple offers, um, it's fantastic for a buyer if, you, if the seller has provided an inspection report up front, because uh, that way they've got to look at an inspection report before making their offer, and they can make a, a good, strong offer without that inspection contingency for competing purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for a buyer, though, also keep in mind that was a home inspector the seller hired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, every inspector is a little bit different. Um, so, you know, be aware that maybe if you had an inspection with a different inspector, they may come up with a few different items. So, you know, just uh, take it with a grain of salt a little bit. Uh, definitely look at when that inspection was done. Was it done three months ago? Sure. Was it done three days ago? Yeah. Point, yeah. Uh, you know, conditions can change. Yeah. Um, so overall, I think not a bad idea for sellers to have a pre-inspection. 
Although remember that if a seller has a pre-inspection, they now have knowledge of mm-hmm. you know any defects in the home that you know. At least they now have the knowledge ahead of time, right? Before yes. it gets into that negotiation space, which right, can be a, right. a lot Could more expensive. Could give them an opportunity yes. to make repairs before yeah, they go on that. the market, or at least prepare themselves or, yeah. or price price uh, yeah. accordingly. Love that, uh, Carrie. Thank you so much for coming back in. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. And coming up next on The Money Hour, a hot topic in today's market, what's happening in the condo market. I have our expert, Holly Fern, with Lynn Mack Commercial right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Social is a leading agency in social media and online marketing in the greater Seattle area. We build powerful brand strategies based on your needs to help you grow your business, generate quality leads, and actively convert those leads into profits. Step one is like a friend request. Our first step is to create a relationship with you. It's your business. We want to help bring your ideas to reality. We begin by meeting in person where we get to know your style, what your needs are, and how we can best serve you. With step two, we determine what you need. Whether you hire us to build you a website, manage your social media, create email marketing campaigns, or want a full brand makeover, we'll ensure that we develop a campaign that fits your goals so you get truly great results. And then step three, execution. Watch as you receive more leads, likes, and clients that make your bottom line skyrocket. We'll get you in front of the right customers with our specialized marketing plan. Hi, this is Erin Alexander, top social butterfly at Finally Social. Please visit us at finallysocial.com to view all of our marketing services we provide. Do you need diversity in your investment portfolio? Real estate can be a very solid investment, and Seattle is one of the strongest real estate markets in the country. The secret to making wise decisions is having a proven real estate investment expert by your side. Holly Furin of Linmac Commercial LLC is no ordinary real estate broker. She has more than two decades of real estate experience with sales and property management. She can help you navigate the booming Seattle real estate market to find golden properties, houses, or condos that are best suited to lease as a yearly residence or vacation rental. Whether you want a short-term investment or one that generates income for years, Holly Fearing can help you find the best property and negotiate the purchase. Then she'll market your home to prospective renters and screen tenant applications. By standing between you and the tenant, emotion is removed from the equation. You're not looking for a new best friend. You're looking for someone who will pay rent on time, maintain the property, and be a respectful neighbor. Holly Furin's tenants' rent checks have never gone beyond 30 days past due. During your free consultation with Linmac Commercial LLC, Holly will discuss your immediate needs and long-term goals. She'll deliver a comprehensive real estate investment plan custom tailored to work for you. This is Holly Fearon with Linmac Commercial LLC. If you're interested in investing in Seattle area property, please contact me at 206-381-1438. That's 206-381-1438. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. 
Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. And you're a local mortgage experts right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, October 13th show. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but you can connect with our guests by calling into the show at one 855 Again, that's one 855 or online at themoneyhour.com. In studio right now, Holly Furren with Lynn Mac Commercial. And it's all about the condo market and just like a crazy hot topic right now. Holly, thank you so much for coming back into studio. Thank you for having me back. And a little bit about Holly. Holly is a third-generation real estate broker and property manager in Seattle at the Lynn Mac Commercial LLC office. She has over 25 years and personal experience as a property manager. She helps her clients acquire investment properties as well as finding tenants for them and manage the rental properties. She appreciates the relationships that she develops with their clients. Holly is heavily involved in her community service as well as being a Girl Scout troop leader. Holly, so was it, Tina, was it like last week, I think, we, we talked about... Yeah, last Money Chat. Yeah, last yeah. Money Chat. We were talking about condos you and how... You gave me the tip on to bring that into a uh, studio. I did. Good thing I remembered it was last week. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we talked about condos and how that's kind of uh, an uprising and it's going to be a pretty popular thing here. So it seems there's a lot of building and such. So Holly, uh, what's happening in the... Tell us more about it. What's happening in the condo market? Yeah, so um, we're definitely seeing, like Carrie said, a, a slowing down in the market in general. We're, we're returning to more of a regular market. Mm-hmm. Healthy. S- yeah. More of a healthy market. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. definitely. I'm definitely seeing uh, less investing from the perspective of affordability. There's rates that have gone up. That has kind of set the mark. Uh-huh. I think everybody's felt that tremor. In yes, the, yes. In the financial sector. And investors are reluctant to invest in the current political climate and all the new strict city laws are really making them a little bit more weary about investing in Seattle condos mm-hmm. as rental properties. And the cooling of rental prices even has, um, has and that's just in uh the increase of the rental units in the city has yeah. pushed the condo owners to drop their prices. So yeah, so I, I know with the there's more condos that are coming on the market um, because of everything that's happening with the rents decreasing and you know the the state law that um, had made it easier for condo owners to be able to have lawsuits against the builders is what really caused that slowdown in the condo market. But what are you seeing is the cause in the changing of the market right now, Holly? Yeah, everyone is seeing the same thing from rentals to sales. The market is just slower. There's less people moving this time of year. There's more choices. The homes that have been priced too high are starting to come down. Mm-hmm. And, and buyers who have been waiting or watching those numbers. There's more competitive prices uh, that is really the way to go to get things to start moving. Uh, too many people have that uh, multiple offer syndrome yes. and they, they haven't really got back to reality yet. So people uh-huh. are still listing at top dollar yeah. and then they're seeing those listings sit. So they inadvertently slash prices and, uh, they just, you know, this the agents are starting to scratch their heads on how to market a home that's been sitting on the market for too long. Yeah. Makes sense. So how is this affecting the, the prices? 
Well, even with the new condos coming on, the places that people are buying consistently are homes that are just outside of Seattle. So I'm sure that's due to less rules and better prices. So the the outskirts of Seattle is is consistently seeing the numbers moving. But I've seen more of a cooling effect with, with Seattle, and that's consistent with that multiple offer syndrome. Yes, yeah. And I know, Holly, um, you know, the last uh, year, only 350 condos were on the market in all of King County, uh, down from the long-running average, which was 2,000. But now they're predicting that we're going to have 2,000 that are already planned out and up to 6,000, I think is what I, I heard in the short term, which is just a crazy difference. So, but the interesting thing with that in the information provided is they're not really affordable condos possibly for a lot of the people that live in the area because on the low end, they're going to be a half a million plus. So right. with that information, are you say, what would you say right now is better off, the buyer or the seller with, what, with what's happening in the condo market? The trend should really even out since the lull of condos being built between 2011 and 14, mm-hmm. which there was nothing built during that time. So that, you know, the pendulum pendulum swung the other direction and um, there was a feeding frenzy with the, the rate being low and, yes. and not having enough condos for everyone. But that's starting to disintegrate with the thousands of condos hitting the market, like you said, in the next few years. Out of the six thousand that they they projected, that uh-huh. five thousand alone in Seattle were announced to be completed by twenty twenty two. So if that's true, yeah. the market will shift to purchasing the newer buildings, and the existing condos may become less appealing than their brand new counterparts, which gives the buyer the advantage of more options. Okay. So, Tina, on the mortgage side, I know you see it as well. People sometimes forget about homeowners insurance when buying condos, and that can affect the transaction with your debt to income. So you got to be aware of that um, on our side, at least. But on your side, Holly, what's important for people to know uh, about buying or selling a condo? It's important to have an agent that knows their product. Many times agents can miss crucial concepts such as reserves and rental caps Mm -hmm. when dealing with condominiums. And working with an agent who already knows a building and is familiar with the staff and other residents is also a good benefit to both a seller and a buyer as they can answer far more questions and tell their clients whether they're getting a good deal or not. Yeah, and I, it, it's so true, um, especially in in the condo arena. It's kind of like I would compare, um, uh, you know, condo, if you're doing a really uh, high-end uh, waterfront property, having the knowledge of what that property in that market, and when you're buying into a specific condo, if somebody has the knowledge and all of that information and the connections of where to get the information that they need to go uh, is so key. Um, so what advice, Holly, would you have for our sellers that are listening today? Well, specifically for Seattle condo owners who've held onto their condos to wait for a good time to sell, this would really be a good time to sell especially before your competition hits the market. Owners who want to capitalize on their investment may want to start strategizing now to maximize their return on their investment. Yeah. So uh, I alluded to homeowners insurance, and I meant homeowners association dues. Well, I was sitting over here wondering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, homeowners insurance is cheap on condos. It's the dues. 25 bucks. Yeah, 25 bucks is not going to break the bank. But the association <laughs> dues in Seattle could be five, 600 bucks. Yeah. It's a good chunk of change 
per month that you need to be aware of. So I'm going to correct that. Nice but disclosure there. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. I just wanted to cover all bases if I could. <laughs> so let's talk about investors who are looking at condos as a rental property. What are your thoughts for them? Well, con- currently for rentals, they are still struggling to stay competitive at last year's prices. Rental prices have cooled significantly since last year. Some rentals that were going for twenty-seven fifty last year could only get twenty-one fifty this year. So that's something to consider when shopping for an investment in condo, as well. But uh, the 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 other thing that's come up consistently that I'm still struggling to wrap my head around is the the charges of the move-in fee. And a lot of those HOA associations have yanked those prices up. Yeah. Really? So when somebody's moving, the, the HOA might require up to $1,000 up you front. you got to be kidding now, me. Now, the city says we cannot charge that to the incoming renter. We can also not charge change of keys, anything uh-huh, yep. other than screening and cleaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I consistently see agents wow. listing and saying they have to pay at least half of that moving cost. So that's still up in the air. I've seen it over and over, but yeah. I, I get the condos uh, for rental investments that is kind of something to consider. Big thing. It's an expense. And, you know, I, I, and, and with the investors, I mean, uh, this is the, the thing that can get tricky with condos is the concentration of um, how many investors are in there. And it's just surprising to see how many HOAs really aren't paying attention to that percentage. Now, if you're coming in and buying as an investor, it affects you. If you're coming in and buying as a primary, it doesn't matter what that is, but it's going to cause an issue possibly for you being able to invest, um, to rent that out. So a little bit difference between, you know, condos and buying a single family home. So Holly, what would you um, be advising with buyers right now looking to get into the condo market? Having an agent that knows both sides of the market is crucial when purchasing a condo as an investment. Um, or just buying a condo. So many times I get a referral from another agent. Working with one person from purchase to management is much easier than being passed around, I think. Mm-hmm. Also knowing the specifics, such as is there any potential for a special assessment? Is there any lawsuits that have come or gone? It's extremely important to know those things when working with an agent to purchase a condo. Holly, in general, what are your thoughts on somebody looking to buy an investment property and are looking at a condo specifically are there what things can you weigh up i mean is it better to go that way or you know single family or what are your thoughts overall about it it really depends on what the end result is that the investor is looking for and what what are they trying to add to their portfolio mm-hmm. what is their you know capital that they already have I see a lot of people who want to get into rental properties because they think it's a good investment, which it is. Yeah. But if they don't have the capital to back up expenses that come up, that could cause problems for them personally. That makes sense. Yeah. And last question as we wrap things up here, uh, Holly, is the, you know, there's a a talk of a lot of apartment complexes turning in and converting to condos. And so it's just going to be interesting because we've had no condos. I mean, literally nothing hardly to now we're just going to have this a massive amount of condos coming in. So it's just going to, it's going to be interesting to see what that effect is in the difference of appreciation uh, with single family homes and condos. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really the, the things that people are going to be looking for when purchasing is parking. 
Yeah, good point. That good yeah, point. that's it gets a little bit crazy in Seattle. Well, <laughs> everybody just take an Uber. Who needs a car anymore, right? That's what my, that's what right. my daughter would say. Is who needs yeah. a car anymore? We're, just Uber if you're it. in Seattle, you really yeah. don't need exactly, a car. exactly. Holly, well, thank you so much for coming back in and joining us in studio. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Same. And coming up next to the Money Hour, remodeled home tour, Corey Sauvay with Master Builders Association right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. you need diversity in your investment portfolio? Real estate can be a very solid investment and Seattle is one of the strongest real estate markets in the country. The secret to making wise decisions is having a proven real estate investment expert by your side. Holly Furin of Linmac Commercial LLC is no ordinary real estate broker. She has more than two decades of real estate experience with sales and property management. She can help you navigate the booming Seattle real estate market to find golden properties, houses, or condos that are best suited to lease as a yearly residence or vacation rental. Whether you want a short-term investment or one that generates income for years, Holly Fearing can help you find the best property and negotiate the purchase. Then she'll market your home to prospective renters and screen tenant applications. By standing between you and the tenant, emotion is removed from the equation. You're not looking for a new best friend. You're looking for someone who will pay rent on time, maintain the property, and be a respectful neighbor. Holly Furin's tenants' rent checks have never gone beyond 30 days past due. During your free consultation with Linmac Commercial LLC, Holly will discuss your immediate needs and long-term goals. She'll deliver a comprehensive real estate investment plan custom tailored to work for you. This is Holly Fearon with Linmac Commercial LLC. If you're interested in investing in Seattle area property, please contact me at 206-381-1438. That's 206-381-1438. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. And co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage experts right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, October 13th show, where we bring into studio each week the best of the best experts on everything regarding your money. And we're here to help you in today's economy. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. You can call the show at one 855 411150. Again, that's one 411150 or online at themoneyhour.com. In studio right now, first time that Corey Sauve has visited us. He's with Master Builder Association, and we're going to be talking about remodeled homes tour. Corey, thank you for joining us for the first time. Thank you, Tina. It's a pleasure to be here. Excited to have you. And a little bit about Corey. Corey is the Membership Council's Manager at the Master Builder Association of King and Snohomish Counties. He is graduate of Washington State University. Oh, go Cougs. Go Cougs. <laughs> we had Carrie, our uh, first guest real estate expert, is um, she's a husky, so it's getting a little bit hot and heavy <laughs> up in here. Uh, he resides in Renton, Washington with his wife two dogs, two cats, and an eight-week-old kitten. 
So those are your babies, obviously. Uh, for now, yes. That's a busy family. <laughs> uh, Corey is the coordinator and the person behind the scenes of the Remodeled Homes Tour and is here today to fill us in on this amazing upcoming event that they're doing. <laughs> Corey, so I know me and Tina do our, uh, we do a monthly Power Hour Lunch and Learn at the Master Builders Association building. We spend some time there every single month. We love them. We do love them. Um, But some of our listeners might know, what the heck does Master Builders Association do? Yeah, no, that's a a very good question, and I hear that quite a bit. But uh, (laughs) the Master Builders Association is actually one of the uh, nation's oldest and largest home builders association, uh, serving specifically for the residential home building industry. Uh, whether you're a professional home builder, architect, remodeler, supplier, manufacturer, or whether you're a sales and marketing professional, they all believe in homeownership is right for everyone. Um, there's a lot of perks, too, of, of being a member there as far as health and dental insurance, L&I retro program, and, and the list goes on and on. So, Corey, your role exactly at Master Bill Association is? I'm the membership councils manager. And what does that entail? What do you do over there, Corey? Yeah, so uh, I kind of am the guy behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot of the coordination between the councils specifically uh, and the Master Builder Association. Some of the councils that I work with are the Professional Women in Building Council, as well as the Sales and Marketing Council. Um, and then like today, we're talking about the Remodeled Homes Tour. That council specifically is the Remodelers Council. Um, so those are the three I mainly oversee. Well, and it's nice. We were talking earlier before we started the show. It was nice that Patrick actually let you out from behind the scenes because normally he's <laughs> in here uh, uh, showcasing master builders. So I think it's gonna, you're going to be our new guy, Corey. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Yes. I'd love to be. <laughs> so, Corey, uh, let's talk more about the Remodeled Homes Tour. That sounds pretty cool. What's that all about? Yeah, so uh, upcoming tour is on October 27th and 28th. It's a weekend tour that's put on by the Remodelers Council specifically. Uh, And I do want to mention it is a free tour to the public. Mm -hmm. But basically, they put um, some of the finest craftsmanship on hand, uh, some of the most innovative ideas you've seen when it comes to remodeling. And it's all spread out through the Seattle area, uh, more so the east side in Seattle, Queen Anne, Renton, Kirkland, Issaquah area. So, Corey, how many homes are on the tour and where are they located at? Yeah, there's uh, 15 homes on the tour this year. And like I was saying, uh, they're mainly in the King uh, County region. Uh, mm-hmm. So that would be Seattle, Eastside, Queen Anne, Renton, and Kirkland and Nisqua. That sounds like a lot of fun, Corey. How do I uh, how do I find these homes or get connected on the tour here? Yeah, so it's, like I said, completely free event. Um, but all you have to do is go online to www.remodeledtour.com. Free sign up there. Once you sign up, you get a list of all the homes that will be on the tour there specifically in what days. Uh, we do have a majority of the homes open Saturday and Sunday, but a few of those that you'll see noted are only open on Saturday there. Fine. So, Corey, I'd love to know about the Remodeling Together Seattle, which is a charity that you guys are participating uh, in, and exactly what do they do? Yeah, so like I mentioned, it is a free tour, but uh, we partner each year with a charity. This year it is Rebuilding Together Seattle, mm-hmm. um, and that charity specifically is a nonprofit organization, and they're committed to um, providing free and safe, healthy housing repairs. So great organization. We've partnered with them in years past, but 100% of the proceeds that we raise goes directly to them. 
Um, and again, you can donate online when you sign up, It's um, or you can donate at the door. Well, they will have volunteers to kind of explain their charity more. Yeah, and you guys do every uh, year, off topic a little bit here, but you do every year the um, the wheelchair accessibility. Rampathon. Rampathon, yes. That's and cool. that is just so um, amazing. Um, when does that come up? You know, we just uh, actually had our uh, 25th anniversary of Rampathon, uh, and we helped over 50, I believe it was right at 50 uh, ramps this year. Yeah, so wow. huge success, and uh, it's only getting bigger in the yeah. future years. That's Love so that. cool. That's mm-hmm. huge for families. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about um, the remodels. Like, what are we expecting to see on display here at all these fancy homes? Uh, You get a little bit of everything. I mean, you get the traditional bathroom, kitchen, bedroom to basically a whole house remodel. Um, One of the benefits is there are 15 homes. They are spread out. It is hard to hit each and every one of those. Mm -hmm. But uh, with our website, we do kind of do a sneak peek on the website to kind of give you a little bit of a glimpse of what you can expect. Um, on the website there specifically, we offer a 360-degree virtual tour. Cool. Um, so that's one of the neat features that we've had the last few years, and uh, and it kind of helps you determine what homes you want to hit on the tour specifically. Yeah, nice. and I can tell you, I could definitely go through 15 homes. I'm very efficient when it comes to uh, looking at things that I want to see. I'd want to see all of them. So what other benefits are there for them to you know go live and experience this event, Corey? Yeah, well, I mean, I've mentioned it already, but this is definitely a free event. Um, and it's it's kind of one of the opportunities where you don't always get a you don't necessarily always get to see these beautiful remodels in person, but you get yeah. the chance to speak to the remodelers themselves that put these homes together and and the craftsmanship behind it. Um, and and whether you're looking to remodel now in the future or maybe it's way down the road. There's always some of the neatest homes you will see on this tour, and uh, it's it's always exciting to kind of get to see these. So you got to be really careful that you just don't go in there and window shop because window shopping can be dangerous when you're going into a remodeled home tour. Right? Sometimes it and can be, yes. Not, well, you got to get a lot of equity in your home right now, so you can just get a HELOC and, and take advantage of some of these uh, great things. Absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of scary. It's like taking the wife to the car lot. You never yeah, you know. You definitely I mean, want to take oh, Angela. God, might, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. No, not a good Angela idea. Angela and I, we're not going to be going there. Yeah. yeah. I, well. <laughs> I just refurnished my whole house. I don't think Dave's going to appreciate the, uh, well, we actually just remodeled too, so. Well, knowing you, Tina, you'll find so. We'll just rip out this brand new kitchen, <laughs> yeah. and I like that color. Let's do that. Uh, poor Dave. Bless <laughs> yeah. his heart. Love that guy. <laughs> Um, so any other information besides my wife spending a fortune on whatever she sees before we go out on this tour? <laughs> yeah, well, no. Uh, see, Corey, well, this is so much fun, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the homes, like I said, you can get a sneak peek and a preview online. So I highly encourage people to take a look there first. Um, and one thing I do want to note, uh, there is a strict uh, shoes off, booties on policy. Of course. Uh, just, just to protect the homeowners that uh, own these homes there. We don't want any damage to the home themselves. Uh, and just make sure you print out your tickets. They're free tickets. Print them out online, bring them on your phone, and then you'll be able to tour all the homes on the tour there. And then even though it is free, I mean, Rebuilding Together Seattle is a great charity that we partner with. Mm-hmm. Highly encourage people to, to learn more about them and, and make a little small donation if they can.
Yeah, and what a, a great shout out. I mean, you know, why would you, you know, why would you not do that when all of this effort and work has been put together, not only by you guys coordinating and organizing this, but from the homeowners and the remodelers come in. And, you know, I really love these events where it really is a benefit for everyone. It's benefit for the consumers to be able to, you know, come out there. Um, the people that own these homes, what a great, you know, what a great thing to be able to showcase something that obviously they probably have a lot of pride in and going through that remodeling process. And then, of course, the remodelers them themselves. And so, yeah. Um, and you've you've been a part of this the organization. And is this your first one that you're? This is my second tour the second this year one. that okay. I put on. And and I yeah. will kind of piggyback off what you just said. The remodelers specifically put in a lot of work. Uh, they're proud of the work, which they have every yes. right to be, as you'll see. But uh, yeah, if it wasn't for the remodelers specifically, none of this would be taking place. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, I want to gather up the fam, and we want to go check this thing out. Where do we start? www.remodeltour.com. It's, uh, like I said, nice and easy. Uh, Click on the website, register for tickets, and then hopefully we'll run into each other along the way on the tour. Yeah, brother. Yeah, sounds great. So what else is going on? We've got a couple minutes uh, here. Uh, Take advantage of a few more minutes with you, Corey. What else is going on over at Master Builder Associations that is, you know, that the uh, the consumers need to know about our public. Yeah, there's there's always a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Builders Association. Um, I would say within the various departments, uh, we have close to nearly 300 events a year. Um, all which can be. Oh my be gosh, found. I had no idea. Yep, That's there's crazy. a lot. I mean, they can be 300 as, events a year. Yep, they can be as simple as a, a simple happy hour, all the uh-huh. way up to like our housing solutions breakfast, which is coming up on October 24th. Yeah. Um, there's usually a quite a big showing. I mean, close to 200 plus people are going to be there. So, and talk for all of our you know business professionals that listen to the show because I just think it's an amazing um, uh, what Master Builder Association represents, and not just for you know and the consumer and uh, for the contractors, but it's really bringing all of these business professionals together. Anybody that has something to do that's tied anyway related to home building. Absolutely. And so you have these monthly networks that you have on, um, they're on Wednesdays once a month and share a little bit about what happens in those events. Yeah. So our monthly, uh, Wednesday meetings are, um, simply a time for us to get every, not every member, obviously we have uh, close to 3000. Yeah, I'm a member and I can't make it cause I have a commitment on what that Wednesday, but exactly. But it's just a chance to get everyone updated on what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, currently as well as, uh, the networking. I mean, that's a yeah, big deal for huge. a lot of people uh, and members like to use members when it comes down to it um, licensed bonded insured all yes. that information is it has to be verified before you can sign up yeah so if you're looking for somebody and you're part of master builders you're going to go to the master builder association and find the people um, that are part of it definitely tina I, I don't know if this is a good time because we're probably wrapping up here but we are we have 60 seconds 60 seconds but i did want to <laughs> mention something Tina is nominated for an award tonight, <gasps> and it's a big deal. She's very humble. She won't say anything about it, but she's actually up for the Outstanding Loan Originator Award with the Washington Association of Mortgage Professionals. So I want to congratulate her. She's amazing, and she deserves it. So I'm just going to yeah. squeeze that in there. Thanks. Nothing to take away um, from Builders Association, but... Uh, Way to go, Tina. Well, thank you, Keelan. I really appreciate <laughs> that. Well, there's five that have been nominated. It's kind of like the Academy Awards for the mortgage. So I don't know if I'm going to get the award or not. We'll find out. Well, you're the only one that matters to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great co-host. <laughs> and what a great show. I just, uh, Corey, thank you so much for coming in and joining us for the first time. And uh, I know Patrick's going to listen to the show. And so I want to give a shout out to Patrick. Thanks for sh- um, sending Corey in on 
uh, to talk about the event because you just did amazing. So really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And this is your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Signing off for the day, but we'll be back uh, next weekend, same place, same time, right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.